Are you ready for a revolution? Look no further as Progressive Property is hosting a Property Revolution Summit. Click in the link in the descriptions to sign up now. Hi, Kevin McDonnell here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. And in this week's episode of the podcast, I'd like to talk about where are the best areas to invest in buy to let in the UK. Now, there's lots of different reports and data on the internet about the best areas to invest in UK buy-to-let property, but are these reports relevant? Are they giving you the correct information? Well, let's have a look. Because, for example, one report by Simply Business this year stated that Manchester is ranked first on Aldermore Bank's City Tracker, which ranks the UK's best areas for buy-to-let. They even went as far as to say that their area is not just based on rental yield, as most traditional reports are based on, but instead it takes into consideration a combination of five factors. Now, these five factors are as follows. Number one, average total rent. Number two, the best short-term returns through yield. Number three, the best long-term return through house price growth during the past decade. Number four, the lowest number of vacancies as a proportion of total housing stock. And number five, the percentage of city population in the rental market. So those five criteria led Manchester to be top of the list as the best area to invest in UK buy to let. But are those five areas relevant? Well, I'm going to look at that in a bit more detail later on in the podcast, because as a professional property investor, I don't really look at those five things. I might look at those five things, but they're not my top five things to look at when determining a buy to let area. So what other cities appeared based on those five criteria? What other cities appeared in the top list? Well, cities like Cambridge, London appeared in the top 10. In fact, the entire top 10 was made up of the following cities. Manchester, as I said, number one, Cambridge, number two, London, number three, Oxford came in at number four, Brighton finished off the top five, Northampton was number six, Bristol number seven, Swindon number eight, Reading number nine, and Milton Keynes number ten. Now you might have noticed something in that list apart from Manchester, um, not many of those cities are in the north, yet many people would say that northern towns, northern cities are the best for buy to let. But that's because they're reading reports that are based solely on rental yield. So if you do a report based solely on rental yield, then northern towns like Hull, Wakefield, Doncaster, these types of cities will appear high up in the top 10 as great rental yield areas. But again, is this the right data to be looking at when looking for buy-to-let property? Is rental yield alone the best data? And what's that rental yield based on? Because quite often with all of these reports, you've got to ask yourself the question, who wrote them? Are they written by professional property investors or are they written by some student who's never done a property deal or a journalist in a newspaper that has never done a property deal or is not a professional property investor? Because the thing is about many of these reports, they're not written by the right people. Even if they've been written by an estate agent or a letting agent, most estate agents are not professional property investors. The point of this is you need to be careful who you get your advice from. Now, Manchester went top of the list for one key reason. 31% of the population of Manchester rent property. That's a huge amount of people. But 
this whole report was based on um, skewed towards larger cities, high densely populated areas. But buy-to-let also works in large towns, small towns, villages. It could work anywhere property investing, depending on what property investment strategy you are implementing. Now, obviously, this report was based on simple single let buy-to-let. But even so, the, the cities that have appeared in the top list, they're not necessarily the best areas to invest in property for buy-to-lets in the UK. So well, what happens though is amateur property investors, people starting out in property, they'll go on the internet, they'll Google the information that they need about property and they'll go off looking to do a property deal in one of these cities. Many people say, I hear it all the time, everything you need to know about properties on Google. Well, if that was true, everyone would be millionaires. And also, maybe the reason everyone isn't is because some of the reports they're reading are reports like this one here by Simply Business. In fact, I listed out the top 10 cities on their list, but if you went all the way through the top 25, you've also got Edinburgh, Luton, Peterborough, Hull, Portsmouth, Glasgow, Southend, Plymouth, Telford, Chelmsford, Norwich, Maidstone, York, Wigan, and Coventry. Now, there's only a few cities in the north that have appeared on that list, and York is one of them, but York's one of the most expensive areas in the north. There's other towns near York, right? Towns like Selby, towns like Doncaster, towns, man, people have said to me now, Doncaster's not that you're near York. Well, it is, depending on where you're starting. So, um, there's a lot of cities out there, there's a lot of big towns out there that haven't appeared on this list of the top 25 places to invest in the UK. Let's actually go and look at what appeared on their worst areas to invest list, because you're going to find this really interesting. So according to this report, the worst 10 areas to invest in the UK for buy-to-let property is Basildon, Liverpool, Dundee, Sunderland, Belfast, Sheffield, Wolverhampton, Wakefield, Newport and Swansea. Well, here's the thing. I know an awful lot of really successful property investors building portfolios right now in Liverpool, Sunderland, Sheffield, Wolverhampton, Wakefield, Newport and Swansea. And maybe you're doing it in Belfast, in Dundee, in Basildon as well. Let me know if you are. But right, right across the country, I know people who are doing property deals. You can do property deals in these towns. They've been listed as the worst areas to invest. Liverpool, I fundamentally know, is one of the best areas in the UK to invest in property. One of the really, really great areas in the country. But there's many other great areas as well. So what does this report tell us? It tells us that the data is only as good as the source. And that most data that you read on the internet is not written by the right people. So the five criteria that with the baseline of this report was on, and they actually went into the point of saying that it's not like any normal report that's just based on rental yield. They actually went above and beyond to put together a much better report. But their data was completely skewed and not the most relevant data for a professional property investor. I've been a professional property investor now for a few years. I've been in property. So when I say professional property investor, I mean a full-time property investor. But I've been in property since 2003. So over 18 plus years as a property investor. I've done multi-million pound property deals. A huge, huge portfolio in property investing now using various different strategies. And these are the five criteria that I look for when doing a property investment deal. And they're completely different to the five criteria listed in the report. Number one is, first most important criteria is, can I get the property at a discount? So can I secure it at a discount? 
And then number two is, can I add value to the property? So if I can secure the property at a discount, I'm going to make money when I buy. If I then add value as well to the property, then I'm forcing the value of that property up and adding even more value, making even more money. The report that I've just spoke through, what does that base it on? It base you being an amateur investor, buying a property at market value and renting it out for market rent. That's not what professional property investors do. Professional property investors are buying value. They're buying property that is below the market value and they're buying property where they can add value to the market to, cre- to increase the market value. So my first two criteria when looking at an investment property is number one, can I get the property at a discount? And number two, can I add value? Now, the other report talked about rental yield. Well, my third important criteria is not rental yield, but it is return on my capital employed, or what I call the ROCE, return on capital employed. This is essentially how hard is each pound I've got in a property deal working for me. You see, when you look at rental yield, what that is, is the annual rental income divided by your purchase price in most cases. Some people do the calculation as annual rental yield divided by total money spent. Now, that's my preferred calculation for rental yield. Because if you're basing it just on purchase price, you've forgotten about the stamp duty, the buy-in costs, the refurb costs, any finance costs to secure the deal. And don't mean finance to hold the deal. I mean the finance to secure the deal. So, for instance, um, the legal costs, the um, remortgage fees. When you take out a mortgage, the legal fees, if you're adding to them to the loan or if you're paying them. So, what's your total money spent? So, rental yield should be annual rental income divided by total money spent to secure that asset. Now that's distracting though, because annual rental income is not profit. Return on capital employed is all about understanding your profit. So return on capital employed is your annual rental profit. Take your income, take away all of your costs, your annual rental profit divided by your money left in. So what money have you got left in the deal after you've done the refurb, you've refinanced it, you've pulled your money back out of that deal? So what money have you got tied up in that property and how long will it take you to get that money back out of the deal? And ideally, you're looking for a minimum of 25% return on capital employed. That's my criteria. I want a 25% minimum return on capital employed. And ideally, I'm looking for a 100% return on capital employed. So an infinite return from that property. So recycle your cash, rinse and repeat, and use the same funds to do the next deal. So number one is, can I get the property at a discount? Number two, can I add value? And number three, what is my return on capital employed? The, the report that was written on the internet, right, about the best areas to invest in the UK, they're basing it on leaving 25% deposits in a deal. Buying at market value, getting a 75% mortgage and leaving 25% deposit in. Most people can't do that. Most people don't have 25% deposits. So what's my criteria number four? The fourth thing I look at is, is there a creative way to secure the property where I don't need a mortgage? I don't even need to necessarily buy the property. I could just control it. Things like rent to rents, lease option agreements, exchange with delayed completions, assisted sales, vendor finance, 
any of these creative methods to secure the property, if I can secure it in a creative way, it's going to massively increase my return on capital employed. Because the less money I've put in that deal, or the little to no money I put in the deal, the multiplied return on capital employed. And finally, number five is, what's my exit? So always start with the end in mind. If I was to own this property, what would I do with it? So am I going to flip it? Am I going to buy it, refurbish it and sell it? Am I going to hold it to rent it? So buy it, refurbish it and refinance it and then rent it out to a tenant? Or could I massively increase the cash flow by doing something like serviced accommodation, housing, multiple occupation, or even a tenant buyer? So what's my strategy? What's my use for the property? These are the things that professional property investors are focused on. Now, what area? So the area you should be investing in, right? What's the best UK property investment area? It's your area. Your area. You know your area best. It is the best area for you to invest in the UK. You know the good streets. You know the bad streets. You know the local context. If there's a problem, it's easy to deal with because it's local, right? The knowledge of your local area is absolutely priceless. You need to add this, right? You take your local knowledge, you add to your local knowledge with investment knowledge. If you've got some time, you've got local knowledge and you add on the investment knowledge, the knowledge of what works in your area, you're going to become massively powerful in property. Ask yourself, right, are people making money from property in your area? If the answer is yes, and it will be yes, then find out what they are doing and learn how to implement exactly what they are doing. Follow the successful and success follows. There's people making money from property in every town in this country. You just need to learn what they are doing in your town and implement that strategy. But maybe they're doing buy to flip and you could do assisted sale. So get yourself a coach, get yourself a mentor, get yourself the knowledge around what property strategies are working right now in the UK and implement those that work in your local area and you'll make money. You are that subject matter expert of that local area. And be careful of, of basing your investment decisions on reports that are written on the internet by people who are not necessarily property investors. Ask yourself, does the person writing this report invest in property? In most cases, the answer will be no. Most estate agents, letting agents, brokers, solicitors, accountants, right, these people do not invest in property. They are not professional property investors. And certainly, right, newspaper reporters, people that write articles for papers, they are not professional property investors. So the message of this podcast is be careful who you get your advice from. Be careful where you're getting your knowledge and be careful what advice you're following. You need to be following the advice of professional property investors. You've got to be careful of the distracting information that you'll see on the internet that will lead you into an area that might not necessarily be the best property investment area for you or might not necessarily be the best property investment strategy for you. That's why you have the power of coaches and mentors to give you the right support, the right structure for what you are doing in your local area. So let's recap. The report by Simply Business stated that Aldermore Bank's city tracker focused on five key areas. Number one, average total rent. Number two, the best short-term returns through yield. Number three, the best long-term return through house price growth during the past decade. Number four, 
the lowest number of vacancies as a proportion of total housing stock, and number five, the percentage of the city population in the rental market. But this led to a report that was completely skewed towards big cities and mainly in southern towns, while professional property investors base their data on a completely different criteria. My top five criteria are as follows. Number one, can I get the property at a discount? Can I buy value? Number two is, can I add value once I've purchased the property to make even more money? Number three, not my rental yield, but what is my return on capital employed? And number four, is there a creative way to buy the property, such as lease option agreements, exchange delayed completions, vendor finance, assisted sales, or could I maybe not even buy it? Things like rent to rent. Well, assisted sales that don't buy to flip. Loads of different ways to do property where you don't necessarily need to do the traditional method that Aldermore and the Simply Business speak about, which is putting down a 25% deposit and leaving that money in the deal for a number of years. You're going to run out of money quickly doing that. In fact, you probably can't even get your first deal done for most cases. So number four is, is there a creative way to secure the deal which would massively, massively um, scale your return on capital employed? And number five is, what's the exit? So are you going to flip the property on? Are you going to hold it to rent it? Are you going to do something more creative, maybe like a tenant buyer, HMO, serviced accommodation? Or maybe you're going to just deal package it on to another investor. So there are the five things that I look at when buying a property. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I hope you've got some information around the best areas to invest in the UK and being careful of the data that you see on the U- in the internet because the best area for you to invest is most likely your area. You don't want to be creating that second job traveling all over the country to a town you don't understand. You are the subject matter expert of your area. Learn the knowledge around property investing and you will make it in your area. So you've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I remember it's out on iTunes and Stitcher every single Tuesday. So make sure you're subscribed. Also make sure you subscribe to the Progressive Property YouTube channel. So we've put new content on YouTube every single week. I've actually done a lot of videos on property deals that I've done in my local area. I talk you through the properties, the deals, how we funded them, how we structure the deals, the returns from those deals. So we, I've even done some live viewings of properties so you can have a look at properties and what I look for on a viewing. So head over to YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And make sure you're also subscribed to the Progressive Property Facebook community. There's almost 37,000 property investors in there now, all actively supporting themselves in the property investment journey. So get subscribing. I look forward to seeing you next week. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been amazing. See you next week. Are you ready for a revolution? Look no further as Progressive Property is hosting a Property Revolution Summit. Click in the link in the descriptions to sign up now. Kevin.